Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, my loves. Hey, my loves. And welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. I am Monique. And I am Sydney. And we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it because there have been some conversation and things that's been happening. And I've been asking my daddy for some time now, could we please do this show? Because I think that it's really important. And I think that it's one of those shows that a lot of us are going to get information that we didn't know about, but was afraid to say out loud we didn't know it. So this show's topic today is what? Do you take pride in your appearance? Do you? Do you take pride in your appearance? Not just when you leave out the home, but do you take pride in your appearance when you're in your home? Do you take pride in your appearance with your family? Like, I think that that's one of those conversations that we don't normally have when it comes to what do you look like inside of the home instead of outside of the home? I mean, sometimes it's one and the same. You know what I mean? They, oftentimes, if you haven't thought to take care of yourself well in your home, it sometimes carries with you and is an extension beyond the home as well. You know, in your situation... No, 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 no. In your situation where we'll get into, they are individuals that based upon what it is that they do, they have to look great when they make their presentation for their job and things of that nature. So that may compel them to look a certain way. So in that, you know, dynamic, yes. then you might be at home chilling a different way than you are out in public. But a lot of times, you know, what you see is what you get. What you see is what you get. And what they say, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't so seen nothing get, yet. Get, 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 get on that. <laughs> but how we got started yes. on that conversation um, was when you came home and you were telling me about a conversation that you had yes. with a uh, an acquaintance who, you know, shared with you how they got down with oh. their husband. Okay. So here's here's... <laughs> Here's the whole conversation, right? So I was having a conversation with this beautiful sister, beautiful. And what she does in her career, she's the best at it, right? So we're having a conversation, and I was on the road at the time. And we were just talking about, you know, our relationships and our guys and all. And she was saying that she and her guy would get ready to celebrate nine years, their ninth year anniversary of being together, not married, you know, just being in a relationship. So I said, oh, wow, you know, what y'all going to do? So they were going to go visit uh, a family member. So I then said, so I know you're going to have sexy stuff for every night that y'all are going away for the anniversary. And she was like, what? So I said, I know you're going to have some sexy stuff for every night you go away. And she was like, mm, no. I said, for real? I said, y'all get ready to celebrate nine years and... You're not going to try to be every night, you know, when, when y'all see each other. And she was like, no, do you do that every night? And I said, 
yeah, I try my best to do it every night. And she was like, so every night you are, what you, you, you trying to be sexy for Sydney? I said, every night. Like she said, well, do you shave every night? Every night before I get in that bed, yes. I shower. I shave my legs. If I need to exfoliate my skin, I do that. I, I, I want to make sure that when I'm getting in the bed with my man, he's knowing that I'm putting effort into it. And she so innocently said, so innocently said, I never take a bath at night. So innocent. She said, I never shower at night. I I do it in the morning before I go to work. Now, in the midst of that, I don't want to take you off the track. Okay. But didn't you have a, a conversation or didn't she hint to something regarding their sex life? Well, I'm going to get to that, Daddy. Okay, but in, yeah. that, in that little yes. window. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, so she says... <laughs> And I know she's starting to listen to the show now, so that's why I'm I'm not saying her name because she's a beautiful sister, but I don't think she's a unique sister in what I'm saying. So she says, no, I never take a a, a bath before I go to bed at night. I said, so you get in the bed with your man from all day. And she was like, what you mean all day? All day. You done been on that ass all day. You done went to the bathroom. You done shit it. You, whatever done happened all day, then you come home from work. You then take your clothes off and put pajamas on and you get in the bed. What happens if this man taps you on the shoulder in the middle of the night and you got all day on you? You want to give him that? And she bust out laughing, and she said, I never even considered that. Like, I never even thought about that. And I think that, and when I was explaining it to Sid, I said, you know, I said, she's not unique. She's not unique. Uh, uh, There was a time that I could have been in that category. (laughs) I was in that category, too. Oh, Oh, damn. So it's like. But you're not thinking about it. And Melanie once said. That room be humming. <laughs> okay. See, but I, I, and I hear when some of y'all say that's just nasty or oh my god, how could you? But for real, for real, that wasn't something I always did. Like that wasn't something that that I always thought. You know, oh, I gotta take a shower before I go to bed. That was not always a thought, and it, I wasn't thinking that oh, I'm being dirty. It just wasn't always a thought. Until it was brought to my attention, you know, for it to always be a thought, but it wasn't always a thought. And it's just like how many of us women and men are out there and we'll give it to the workplace. We'll give them our best. We'll show up. We'll smell good. We'll look good. Hair done, nicely shaven, hair cut, whatever it is. But then when you come home, it's almost like, well, it don't matter no more. Because I'm saying to her, Nine years, are you still trying to impress him? And she was like, impress him? Like, she said, well, he should have to take a shower, too. Well, he should. Like, I'm not saying you be only clean, bitch, and now you in the bed with Dirty Dan. I'm not saying that. Because (laughs) now it was a bad. It was like, well, he don't wash, so why should I? Now, he funky. Y'all got that bacteria infection just going back and forth because, don't. okay. What's going on? You got to do it. You got to do it. But it's almost like, do we get to a place of where now 
I'm comfortable. I don't need to do that. But and and in addition to that, because sometimes when I hear you talk, you do just speak like it's just the women. I say, I say. I know, no, no. But it it should go both ways. You cannot if if you're a couple because someone pointed out earlier, what about doing it for you? Mm-hmm. And it's gotta start with you doing it for you. For you to want to do it for someone else, because after a while, if you're just doing it for them, it becomes a grind. It's like, this ain't what I want to do. It's the equivalent of when you are with somebody sexually that you don't care about. The sex is different when it's just sometimes physical than when it's someone you trust, you dig. It's mutually gratifying for everybody. Come on. Okay, the licking and lathering is reciprocated. Yeah. And there is not a whole lot of <laughs> finessing and finagling of why you don't never lick me, Bernie. Okay. Okay. And it's like, Tanya, didn't I lick you last week? <laughs> but Bernie, I lick you all the time. I, I want to be equally licked. You're right. So it's like when it comes <laughs> and when it comes to hygiene, I wish I could see Robin, y'all, because Robin has this elitist look on her face like, I cannot believe that they said that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Mutually licked around this mother. Okay. Fuck up. Yes. So it is the same when it comes to the washing of the ass. Come because on. growing up as a young man, my grandmother, and this was my father, two Sagittarian spirits, but my grandmother used to emphasize, if you notice, Because she would say, Grandma, old hag, okay? Grandma is an old hag, but you don't never see Grandma leaving out this house looking like a mess. Now, I know I'm a hag, and she was not, okay? Mm -hmm. She took it down at 90, almost 91, kept it it tight. And she said, remember, don't you ever leave out the house without looking halfway decent. I watched my dad, same way. So some of these things are... Taught. And my father would talk to me straight up. He would like, look, I know you think you cool messing around with these pissy tail little girls. That's what they call them when you was young. Pissy tail little girls. They don't even know how to clean themselves yet. So when you are young, you hearing clean yourself, clean yourself. clean. And when you're a little boy, you want to dodge a shower. You see, you want you life is about playing, getting grassy. And then catching Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, the TV, and stink. We smell like outside to death. And then he said, one day you're going to care about your hair. Mm. When a nigga has some, okay? You're going to care about your clothes and all. And then all of a sudden, because girls going to get involved in the situation, then they don't want no dirty-ass boy messing around with them. It's cool. Y'all going to get away with it now, but... So when you get that information when you're younger, in reference to grooming and things of that nature, it helps. So this is not just for us as we're older having this conversation. This is the pass on to your kids now because our kids, they be trying to uh, draft dodge uh, uh, showers. <laughs> you know, they don't want to clean. Well, boy, you going to need to put some lotion on. Yes. Because you are an African-American, but you looking like the watermelon man who is starting to turn white because you have not moisturized your skin. You must do it. So 
there's a, 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 a balance where both have to do it, not just the women. Now, we don't have as much sexy uh, night gear and all of that, but the washing of the balls. Come okay. on. To not smell all day, the funkiness. Come on. And the cleanliness, clean underwear, things of that nature. <laughs> there's a level washing. of appreciation. Yes, ball washing. Ball washing. Okay. And cut that hair. Cut the hair. Listen, grooming. Talk to him, Daddy. Listen, listen. There's some people, and some women, they want a hairy man. That's what it is. There's nothing wrong with shaving your little private areas. There's nothing wrong. Because if you get mad at the woman, you like, why you keep stopping and starting this shit? Because she looking like a fresh cat choking <laughs> off of a bowl of hair. Simply because you a bit too hairy. You got to manscape. You got to manscape. Listen, Robin, listen. And Robin <laughs> says it stinks, okay? Clean. So what we need to do is, uh, what I'm saying to you as a man, you must keep that, because the less hair you keep and the cleaner you keep it, the easier access for everything. There's no interruptions due to the choking of the hair and things of that nature. Think about it now, but you must be careful because one can cut themselves and take a knee, okay? Be careful in the shaving of the private areas, okay? Everybody don't know that. You know, we, 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 <laughs> at Harmony Clown, not supposed to stink. What the fuck? You're absolutely right. You're not supposed to stink. Don't do it. Unless you've just got finished working out, playing basketball. There's some, there are different things we can say, oh, and you say, okay, well, I just got finished. But if your ass just got up from the night and you've done nothing but lay there all night, that could be a situation if you say, wait a minute, what is that going on? Right, but, the Bee Gees wrote a song about that smell. It's called Night Fever, okay? Fever, night, fever, night, fever. Night fever, that's what it is. You got a right to grow it. No, wait a minute. No, wait because a something's growing. Okay. If it's feverish. And so listen, we, this is what we're saying. It's like sometimes we, don't, we didn't even get the conversations as little girls. I can't speak on little boys because I wasn't one. But we didn't get the mm -hmm. conversations as little girls on how to take care of our bodies. You know, it's interesting because when I go to the a Brazilian wax place, and I used to say to Olga, Olga is, is uh, the sister that does the Brazilian wax, and she's absolutely amazing. She's from Russia. Let me tell you something. Listen here. I thanked Olga. Yes. I said, you, friend, <laughs> you, you are my hero. You're everything I hope for. You're everything I need. Okay, <laughs> you are so beautiful to me. Okay? That's what he sang the Olga. See, that's what I sang the Olga. <laughs> because we didn't. I didn't know anything about a Brazilian wax. Okay, my my cousin told me about it. Robin told me about it a long time ago, and I couldn't imagine. I could. I was like, wait a minute. Explain this shit again. Somebody put some hot wax down on my good girl. And then she rip it off real fast. I said, I beat him, beat a bitch up. If ever beat somebody him. do that to me. Okay, so years later, uh, this sister named Lena told me about going to get a, a Brazilian wax. So I go get a Brazilian wax. Let me tell y'all something. The first, the first, okay, because, because I said to myself, I want to I wanna be impressive to my husband. I, you know, I want to show him that I am, I'm doing what I need to do, you know, to take care of me and to take care of us. So 
I got introduced to the Brazilian wax, right? Now, sisters, if you've never gotten one before, I want to walk you through it, okay? You know how you're going to get a pap smear? It's the same thing. You have to get undressed from the bottom down, okay? You get up on the table. They put this powder on you because they want to absorb the moisture, Okay. well, with me, they had to keep putting powder and powder because the powder kept balling up because I was so nervous through the sweat. It kept just eating the powder up. Right. right? So, baby, it wasn't good. Right. right? So, Olga says, I got to do it again. She put the powder on me again. Then finally got me. They got me dry. Baby, after she put that first piece of hot wax on my good girl and ripped it off, the only thing I could say to her was, do you have children, bitch? <laughs> do you have Do you have children, bitch? Do and you. she didn't get offended. I said, bitch, she said she understood it because that first rip, you'd be like, listen, here, what something has gone wrong. So after the first rip, and then you begin to get used to it, you begin to... What to expect. Yes, and you loosen your body up. Well, after that first Brazilian, wet, well, wait a minute, this also got tricky when she told me, she said, Turn over. Bitch, for what? What we doing? Why in the hell am I turning over? So now when I turn over, I let me tell you this I never knew hair was back there. I never knew that we had hair in our behinds. I never knew that. I could have told you. I know you could have, baby. <laughs> and God damn it, I want to thank you. No problem. Come with the, tell them about it, Daddy, because wait right. a minute. I got to get some. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ask a friend, tell a friend. Talk to him. Okay. What are you getting? I'm getting my other device, baby, so I can get it right. That's right. Yeah. So that Brazilian wax, sisters, for me, helped. It really did. It helped in different departments because you are, you're, you're, you're clean down there. Yeah, and, and liken it to you've cleaned out the attic. Talk to him. You've cleaned out the cellar. Wait a minute. You don't feel as Fearful. You called it a cellar. A cellar. Baby, wait a minute. I don't want to have no cellar. Caverns. Okay. You don't. You 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 are afraid to go spelunking. Okay. That's when you go and diving in the cavern. To some areas of it, depending upon what it looks like. It's dark down there. You can't see anything. Is that hair all over there? How will I get through? So when there is nothing stopping you, then your relationship becomes boundless. Because there are no barriers obstructing your way. I see, see, I can see clearly now the that the rain is gone. And what, what's the rest the of it? Are out my way. Uh, out my way. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and, and see, too, I don't know that these are conversations that we can openly have at the dinner table. Though I think they should be. Though I think that those are conversations you should have openly and honestly with the family because those wasn't conversations we ever had. And I'm going to tell you all something. Sydney was the first man, the first man that ever told me my skin was rough. Now, imagine all the men I had been with and no one ever said your goddamn skin is rough. So I'm laid up. Crocodile Dundee. okay? but they weren't worried about that, though. They weren't worried about your skin, though. They didn't care about that. None of them. 
Apparently not. If the motherfucker ain't say nothing, <laughs> what you asking me for? Like I'm sad. Language. Like I'm sorry to hear that them niggas want. No, apparently not. They didn't make mention of it, and y'all it still got together, Vaseline. right? You said all these Stop. men you got together with, Wait a right? Now. I'm just saying you out here sounding like a treasure troll and shit. No, they wasn't caring about that. They just wanted some ass. God damn it. Okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And I don't see nothing wrong, okay? Oh, do y'all hear this? I was not watching he said your I behind. was a treasure troll. A treasure troll. No, Daddy, you I were. was. Was I? Hey. Oh, no. No, a treasure. 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 Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you want to take it somewhere else and shit. Oh, okay. Just a scaly. Yeah. You were a treasure. And Harry. Oh. You don't remember? The little treasure <laughs> trolls that got the hands shit on them, you shake them. Right, that was you back in the day, baby. Remember they used to write articles and shit about the hair on your legs and shit? Then you start patching. And then it didn't grow like that. Then you was like, fuck it, let me cut this off and get it all smooth. Then what happened? The shit was the Starship Enterprise. We was going to New Frontiers and shit. Baby, places me... we ain't never been before. We oh. seen green motherfuckers all around. Okay? Transported and all that shit. I've been there. Talk about it. Okay. I thought this conversation was important to have because <laughs> oh, because I'm going to tell you something, sisters. When you do focus in on it, when you do pay attention to it, things does get, they get better. Not that they're bad, but it gets better. The touch is different. The, 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 the feel is different because... The you, feel is different. Yeah. 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 The feel is different. Listen. Don't underestimate the power of moisturizer. That will change the dynamics of your relationship, okay? That will change the dynamics but, of the relationship. But, you know, but after you do all these things beautifying yourself, you feel good and your approach is even different to your man. You come like on. feeling sexy, so you emit that sexiness. And he's like, well, come on over here let me feel up on you. Come You're on. You're looking soft and... And golden and glowy. Let me yes. You know what I mean? So you, you emit something different when you're feeling good. Yes, emit something different when you're feeling good versus when you haven't, babe, you emitting aromas that make motherfuckers <laughs> want to disown well, your you. Okay. change a bit too yeah, when you're yeah. feeling sexy. You exactly. know, things change when you're feeling sexy. And, oh, and when I watch you, yes. when I watch you, she enjoys grooming herself. Yeah, she She's does. like a cat that's licking on herself and yeah. on her arms and shit with her little handmade, the little, yeah, make yeah, little yeah, scrubs yeah, yeah. and stuff yes. like that. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And here's the thing. Add some intimacy to your life. Make some scrubs. What you do? Yeah. Sugar and stuff. You get that uh, sugar and that yeah. coconut oil, baby, and you can get you some zest from the orange, and then you take that, squeeze that orange juice in that, and you mix that thing together. Come on. And then after you mix it together, because, men, you can be soft and hard at the same time. Ah. Yes. Okay? Yes. So be soft and smooth, but hard at the same time. Oh, yes. Where's your baby? She's soft and smooth. And has firmness at the same time. So then you put it on one another while you're in yeah, the shower yeah. and you're grooming one another. Yeah. You know, at the same time, make a make a date night of it. Just with some homemade 
scrub. Exfoliating. You Exfoliating. Know I mean? Exfoliating each other and then rubbing each other down with some That's oil. It. Get it. But do you see how this has turned into Light a beautiful candles. evening? It and it's and y'all are cleaning one another. Like imagine being in the shower with your mate and y'all are exfoliating your bodies and then you have on the exfoliating gloves and then you take that lavender Dr. Teal's lavender sleep soap and you wash yourself down with that. Listen. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> let Just me, let your soul go. Let Reminis. me tell y'all something. It. <laughs> this is the type of folks we got. <laughs> I couldn't read it at whatever it said. Mo wet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This is the. This. This is our this people our that we love. Okay? This is the real nigga. Yes, the real. Okay? <laughs> These is the real realists, Okay. They don't say mo excited. They don't say all oh, mo. They say mo right. wet. Okay. Now. Damn it. Shit. And they ain't talking about champagne. Yeah, and you ain't lying. So anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is. <laughs> When you have those real open and honest conversations, because it was Sydney that had to have some real talk with me that made me say, wow, things that I didn't even consider. I didn't consider exfoliating my body. I didn't consider. It wasn't like I was just no dried up bitch and I just looked like an ashy gal, but I didn't look (laughs) as moisturized as I could. Well, it wasn't that you didn't look moisturized. It's like my skin should not have been softer than your skin no, was what oh I my. was trying to Don't say. Don't say, oh, my, and, bitch, and like so, you judge it. And, 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 shit. I'm not and, judging. I had, something to, <laughs> I had something positive. What's up, Tommy T? We see you, bruh. Reaching out. Hey, yeah. It's like. Let me, but let me tell you something. Tell like, I, I didn't start out with a home that gave me that. Right. That's, and that's not to say any or put any shade on my mom. Because, you know, my mom was an ex, you know, her mom just didn't pass that down right. to her and and so on and so on. But, you know, I but I live vicariously through the women that will come in to get their hair service and they would talk about certain things. And then I'll add certain things to my ritual, mm-hmm. you know, but and, and as I'm still growing, I'm still adding things to it. But one of the things I can say is that I have and improved upon the feeling nice and yeah, putting nice. nice things into my, you know, into, into my routine. But now I do have a story. Give it to <laughs> yeah. us. Okay. I was just, okay, so y'all know I'm looking for the president. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I had a situation. I was driving, I was getting ready to take my daughter to the, to, uh, we was running late and I had to take her to school. And but I looked at the gas hand. I had to run by and get some gas. I was like, you know, I'm just going to throw this on, throw this little bit on. She goes in, pay for the gas. I go in and I pump. She comes out with some snacks and goodies. And I'm like, well, where you get that? You ain't had no money for that. She was like, the guy behind me gave me some, the money to pay for my snacks. And I was like, what? So we in the car talking about this situation. And so the guy pulls up. The guy is nice, fine. Look, I already saw him when he went into the gas station. But I couldn't say nothing because I was looking a hot mess, okay? Mm-hmm. So I got in the car, and we talking about the whole situation. And the man that sat down and gave my daughter some goodies and some snacks, and I couldn't even play on it. And he drive up to the window and say, ma'am, I just want to let you know that, you know, I shared, I gave your daughter some, you know, some, some chain for the, for the snacks, and I hope that was okay with you. I couldn't even play off of it. 
I couldn't say nothing about it. All I could do is just say, yes, okay, you know what? <laughs> I need Rhoda when, when the halfway down mm-hmm. and just, you know, it was like, okay, yes. Lesson and learned. that could have been your president. Lesson learned. Yes. Lesson so tell learned. them, now you can't go through all that story without giving the moral of it. Oh, well, the moral of the story is. Tell them. Now, <laughs> even if you run into the gas station, even if you're doing a quick run, even if you're doing whatever, take the wrap down, comb your hair, make sure your teeth is brushed. Wait a minute. Do the, well, I'm just saying, Sydney. I just thought that was without saying. But <laughs> well, okay. you know what? Well, God damn it. No, you, you do, right. You, you getting up and doing a quick run Break and it you down not for thinking. Him. You right. Okay. Tell them. I wasn't expecting to go take her that morning. You not going to go out with your teeth not brushed no more, though, are you? <laughs> but Sydney. Don't do it. But listen now. Everybody have a chance okay. for a new day to you do got things different. That. Tell them. Okay. Now. So I told myself. Self. <laughs> Self, <laughs> you would never, ever, ever come ever, on. Ever. Go out the house. Come on. Three. Fucked I got three. I got three. <laughs> I got three things that will ever, never be fucked up. Never, okay. Ever. And Tell that's em. that's the three H's. Come on. Tell that's the head, the hands, and the heels. Oh, Talk it. about it. Okay. We won't allow that to be that. Okay. Don't so do check it. the head. Make sure that your hands got some little lotion on it because you don't know what you got to go do with your hands. Get it. And make sure your shoe is appropriate appropriate game, okay? You ain't got to keep on your, your house shoes and your slippers. That's you all. You could have put on some nice, clean shoes. Sneakers. Okay? Now, the middle section, as long as you're taking care of it on a regular de- basis, then you're good. And you can throw on some jeans and a T-shirt. They ain't looking at that. Mm-hmm. They looking at that, that, the three H's, the head, hands, and the heels. Show and I need them to get it together. Y'all heard it here. That's now. the moral of the story of the woman <laughs> looking for the president. <laughs> See, I'm gonna tell you something. I remember and we thank when you for that. Yes. I first started working out, right? And I would throw on anything because I'm going to work out. I'm just going to work out. To one day, Sydney said, "Listen, if you look good, you'll feel good." Cause you look just like you don't give a fuck going out here to work out, and that's probably what your workout's gonna be. So I started enjoying. Going to buy workout clothes and sneakers because I wanted to look cute while I worked out. Now, understand, I didn't tell my wife that. I told my best friend that because <laughs> I needed my best friend to tell my wife, make mention of that shit to her. So uh, just don't y'all rookies go out there just saying certain shit to your wife <laughs> if y'all ain't cool because she might bang in your face. But go on now. We had that conversation <laughs> earlier, too. There's shit that I could say to my best friend. That I can't just say to my husband. There's shit he said he can say to his best friend. He just can't say to his wife. Right. Yeah. And sometimes I have to say, I need to talk to my best friend right now. I don't want to talk to my husband. Just let me talk to my best friend so I know the shit I'm getting ready to say. It's best friend shit. Right. And then the next thing you know, after she started dressing up in the sweatsuits and stuff, now she's looking at how to make her own little Nikes and shit on the computer and all that, looking good, feeling good, but you inspired. And I see a lot of women that are into working out or trying to work out, but they look like they really don't want to work out, and then they may not stay there to work out. But if you go there looking like something, you're expecting to work out. They say... People who dress for success have a tendency of doing better because if you are inspired to dress a certain way and you are taking the time to groom yourself, that means you're prepared for what it is, whatever it is that you have to do for the course of that day. If you're going to be prepared enough to look your best, 
there's a, a responsibility to have a different type of attitude. How many people do you see dressed to the hilt but got no energy? They low self-esteem. Every day they sharp, though, but they don't feel good about themselves. I, I can't tell you about the person, but the person that you see, the teeth are white, their nails are done, their shoes are shine, the dress is nice. It's a different level of energy that they have. We have a friend. Her name is Marilyn. Yes. And she shared with me in the entertainment industry, and she shared with me that years ago she was told, and she's a beautiful woman, beautiful woman from the islands, and she shared with me she was told to not dress up. She was told to dress down. And I said, who told you that? And she said, this woman in the industry who told me. Now, she happened to be Caucasian, the woman who told her. And I want to be clear when I say what I'm saying. This is not to separate or whatever. But there's a level of latitude when you're Caucasian in your dress that you don't have when you're black. Come on. Okay? A white guy can have on an Izod shirt, pair of jeans and shirt, just like they can wear a hoodie. Tom Brady can wear a hoodie, and they like he's sexy. Okay? Brother put on a hoodie, it's a different look. So it made me say, well, she told you that. Why? She said, because you don't want to rely on your looks in this business. You want to rely on your work. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. I said, but what did that lady look like? She was less than attractive, and she was putting it nicely. And I said, especially when you have color, because when we worked on the Monique show, it was one of those things where it was a level of pride seeing these young folks taking their time to look their best. And when you are of African-American descent, when you are a minority in the world, you have to do certain things that are going to make you stand out so that you can mix your intellect with how you look outwardly. But your outward appearance is the thing that people are going to initially look at, that when you get in the door, the other part of it has to coincide. Mm -hmm. So I said to her, who was a veteran in the game, you must look your best every day. Because there's no reason why you will not, but these add other elements to who you are. And why not take advantage of your appearance? Why not take advantage you have a pretty face? Why not wear nice clothes? Why not wear nice shoes? To match with the intellect that you're going to exhibit. We're not saying dress like a hoe, but act like you don't know. We saying, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't dress like a hoe and act like yeah, you don't yeah. know. Ow. Okay, dress like a hoe and act like you know. We saying dress for success and give them your best all the way around. And then it becomes a habit. You won't just stop at work. You're going to stop at home. You won't just stop at home. It's just circular. That is who you'll become. So I just put that out there for people that don't consider it and it doesn't matter what you do. You can work at Walgreens. You see people at Walgreens that wear their uniform differently. Okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. So no matter what you do, there is something that you can do to maximize your appearance. I'm going to tell you something. When me and Robin used to work at Popeye's, <laughs> baby, we weren't as sharp as shit. Here, hair done, uniform, pressed out. Like, we really took pride in what we look like. 
So it don't make a difference where you work. It don't make a difference your income level. You can always right. make yourself look your best. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> and with what? I work in a home office yes. all day, every day. Yes. And most days it's just me in the office and I interact with my folks. So that isn't an excuse to just, you know, come to work in jeans and a T-shirt, you know, and I mean, I'm saying that to say that it doesn't matter where yes. you work, you know, the interaction with folks outside of that. I always feel like I'm representing you guys in some kind of way when I'm interacting with anybody. So I wouldn't want to interact with anybody with and, and you know, my hair is an issue for me. It, mm-hmm. It's uncontrollable. So it just do its own thing. And I just got to go with it. And it's that thing that I have to pull myself back and not worry about that to keep me from keeping everything else together. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't going to stop like that. Well, I mean, that, but I'm just saying, I'm, I am, it's just, it's, it's an office of one. I'm in there all day, every day, looking in the mirror at myself. Selfies. <laughs> Getting up and walking. Until you mirror. out on the road and Until, you doing everything. Exactly. But even even when I step out of that office and I have to go outside with you all, everybody is put together. It isn't it isn't just, well, y'all look nice and then I look like I don't know what. Like I just got out of bed and said, I'm I'm just gonna put this on there. I'm gonna throw this on and go in there. You know. I I, I think too that Oftentimes, you start, is the word conforming to the company that you keep? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm around women, like all the women that are around me on a constant basis, for the most part, are together. For the most part, together. Smell good, manicure, pedicure, always together. So it's like, I wouldn't want to be the odd one out and I'm looking like a mocking fest and it's like well you don't look like you belong with this group because when you step in you look like a big ball of fuck it and everybody else look like they you know they care so I think too sometimes it's the company that you keep because we can be out sometime in different cities right and you'll see the sisters that come out for evening and you'll see some of the sisters all of them sharp as shit and then you'll see some of the sisters all of them raggedy as shit and then you'll see somewhere one stands out and it's almost like, what you doing? What you doing? Because either you know you, you're friends with somebody that's friends with all of them and you really don't belong to this group or you're not strong enough to have a conversation and say, y'all, listen, we got to look like something when we come out. So we're getting a chance to see mm-hmm. from both ends. But it's like, don't be afraid or embarrassed. And I, I think, too, that's another thing. We get embarrassed to say to a sister, what are you using on your skin? Because your shoulders look so soft. Like, yeah. what is that you're putting on? Tell me what you use on the back of your heels because I'm trying everything and I can't get this husk off. But here's the thing. And now we live in a day and age where you don't have to go to an encyclopedia to look up information. Anything you want to look up, you can push on your phone and find out natural ways to take care of yourself, it's just a matter of pushing a few buttons. So there's no reason that we shouldn't have access to how to better groom ourselves. And you, you've you got to go the extra mile for you. Yes. Before anyone else, 
for you because it is going to run old when it's just for someone else. There's got to be a part of you that says, you know what? I enjoy trying to look the best that I possibly can. And there is an emphasis on women because when you go on the malls, the malls aren't made for guys. We wear shirts and pants and blazers and jackets and shorts. Y'all got dresses, blouses, perfume, <laughs> lingerie, everything. Heels, different heels. Y'all can have a 500 pair of shoes to a $20 pair of shoes, and y'all walking in them like y'all got a, you can have a, a, a $500 dress on, or you can have a $50 dress on. Y'all can work it. Whereas, men, you can kind of look at like that's some cheap shit he got on, dog. What is what's 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 that you got on now? Remember cookies. Okay, that you can't go and get your 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 gear for one hundred and nineteen dollars. You can get five belts, six shirts, seven suits, and three pairs of shoes. Yes, cookies, cookies. You can't do that. I mean, you can, you can, but there's gonna be a different reaction. You see what I'm saying? But at the same time. Even if you go there, there's a way to take what you have and work it in such a way where you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. No. All you got to do is present yourself in a manner that you're neat, you're well-groomed, and people can see you're neat, well-groomed, clean, and that goes a long way. You don't want to be sitting next to somebody and you talking to uh, Joe and you happen to look over and it's like, is that wax all oh. coming out your ear? Oh. That's not what that is. Oh. You're not going to oh, yes. do that. Don't, don't do it. There's people in the world. So you see what I'm saying? Don't act like you ain't sat next to somebody and you was like, is that Fritos I smell? Wait a second. No. Yes. Is that Fritos I smell? In a gown. In a gown. <laughs> No. In a gown. No. So, no. So, this. <laughs> God no. damn it. That's no. Fritos. Yeah. And, and then, fish. Me and my husband got to look at each other like, do you smell that, that bitch? Right. We've been to award shows. Big ones. Stop Big it. ones. The biggest Stop ones. It. And there were individuals. Come on. Where you say, wait a minute. Wait a Hold minute. Hold up. Wait. Yeah, you singing <laughs> Nate Dog off there. Wait a minute. And it smelled like, okay, let me just say this, sisters, because we can share. This is real. You ever smell with hot pussy? Oh. Like with, with, with. weeds that. Well, okay. (laughs) Now, imagine. Let let me, let me, let me, let me, let me give you the flavor, though. But let me give you the flavor. Now, imagine it's the weave. Imagine the weave, right? So imagine that sitting there, and you can smell the weave. Then they stand up, and you can smell that ass. So imagine no, you No, the at, weave was located in the ass. <laughs> Wait a minute. Then they pulled the weave out Wait, the ass no, and put the weave on no, their head. No, then they I stood up. weaves that smelled like Doritos. Now, I want you to take we, that. We have, been in, we have been in close proximity, and I'm like, Tommy. Oh, yeah, I spent years of that. Now, I'm going to tell you, my pet peeve of all, to see a woman, and it's two of them, to see a woman shod from head to toe, and she stink. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that is just. And then, the party. And, and, and she is just, and she know everything, want to tell you everything, and she's sharp. 
mm-hmm. but you stink. Oh. Mm. And then my next one is that you sharp from head to toe. And your attitude is fucked up. Come on, boy. Now listen, y'all gotta understand. When <laughs> now, I used to use them words. Okay. Yes. Right so, now. I, no, but I'm just saying. Yes. Um, it ain't just washing your ass and, and making sure you look beautiful. It's watching your attitude too. Wash it. All that go together. Now mm. imagine. They go hand in hand in hand. Imagine this bitch got a nasty oh, attitude, a stinky ass weave, and her ass is <laughs> dirty. And now we got to look like we don't smell this bitch. Now, and I'm looking at my husband like, listen here, if ever I smell like that, punch me in my goddamn face Listen. and knock me the fuck out. They might lock you up, but you say smell that bitch while she lays there and right. out unconscious. And right, and then they would hit her too. Okay, right. why well, I'm unconscious? Everybody's beating on her, on. and nobody understands why. And if that sister is listening to the show, you know who you are. You know, you know who you are. are. And if your friend is listening, goddamn it, they ain't your friend. They ain't your goddamn friend because if we can smell your ass like at an award show, yeah. and you with this bitch. Riding all day, all night, y'all hanging out, your best girlfriends, but ain't you ain't gonna tell this bitch, bitch. Real friends don't let friend real friends stink. Stink. Come on. Not going out with me. No, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. And when you and then you gotta be able to tell your friend. But you know you That's stink. when you friends though. Real That's talk, when you friends. You know you stink. And you know you have a stinking problem. But you, you know, know what? It. If you've been you around, it's it. like the commercials, saying, though. It's like the commercials. You can get nose blind. You, don't, you can nose get nose blind. blind. You can't get nose blind. You got nose blind, but you know it didn't go away. Now, Listen, you know it didn't go away. She wasn't nose blind. She was you, nose unconscious. Okay? <laughs> Women, if your away. ass you is stinking like that and your pussy cat stinks, a man has the right to ball his fist up, bitch, and punch you in your pussy. If your pussy is stinking, not due to no imbalance, not due to no, you know, you couldn't help it, but if your pussy is stinking because you've made a decision not to wash that Pussy on a regular basis, and you get with your man, he has a right to ball both his fists. And do the Donald Trump, okay? Okay, grab, well, grab the pussy with the right hand and beat it up with the left hand because (laughs) that's uncalled for. At least give us some soap, and you should catch the hint when cats. Are just randomly uh-huh. following your ass down meow, the street. Meow, 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 okay? Meow, meow, when you see the cats following you down meow. the street, that's a suggestion that something is not right. Okay? When you see the cats oh, follow but then run away. That's when you know that's a nasty bitch right there when the cats run up on you and say, Meow. Right. Right. That's old fish. So sisters, what we saying and brothers. Do you take pride in your and your backside? Okay. <laughs> Do you take pride in your backside? Because if you don't, your man or woman will slide. So what we're saying uh, to you is, you like it? I like it. Okay. Do you take pride in your parents? And that's something to really think about. When you come home from work, do you say to yourself, "Let me freshen up before I go in and see my family"? Like, let me freshen up. Let me. Let me freshen up. Let me look like I care. And that's what we mean when we say, are you taking pride? Are you taking pride in yourself before you do go to bed at night, whether you're going with somebody or by yourself? I know for me, when I am on the road, baby, listen, it's nothing like getting in that bed after you have showered and you put your moisturizer on. Then there's some nights I talk to my daddy for so long, I'll, I'll fall asleep. And then I'll get up in the morning like, oh, you a dirty bitch. You laid in club ass all night. Oh, that's different. Night. 
That's different. Thank you, baby. That's different. Thank you. Right. You by yourself, okay? You by yourself. You laid up on an island, okay? And you came off the road. Any That could happen to anybody. But when you making regular appearances to the bedroom smelling like Ready Rock, okay? You smelling like Ready Rock, okay? You smelling like crack cocaine gone wrong, okay? No. I don't know what it smelled like, but I can't believe that it smells good. I must address this. I remember one time, this was years ago, and if this young lady is listening, welcome this was years ago, and and we were on the road. I mean, when I say years ago, this was some time ago, a whole different team of people. And we had gotten to the city, and we had gotten in early enough that we could rest, you know. And sometimes when you go in, you're moving. But we got in early enough because it was a one-nighter, so we had a show that night. So we flew in that day. So we got in early enough that everybody could go rest, lay down, you know. So we all got to get in the car now to go to the theater, and when this one sister got in the car, uh oh! When she got in, you know, when you when you get into a limousine, you gotta put one leg in, you know, put another leg in. So when you put that leg in, you open up. Baby, listen here. When she stepped into that limousine, I got the first whiff, and I did not mean to be tacky. I did not mean to not have tact, but it hit me so fast. I said, uh-uh, bitch, uh-uh. You got to go back up and get that. You got to get that. You got to go get that. Like, she was like, oh, bitch, oh, man. And she knew. She knew it. That's what I'm saying. She She knew. She didn't say, she didn't say, get what? Get what? Get that is what you need to get. Because that's called that. That. Right. That ass tagged, nigga. That's what that is. Do you take pride? Like, do you take pride in in, in in that? But do you take pride in your appearance? You know, I know for me, even with having sons, I don't want my sons to see me raggedy. I don't want my sons to see me unkept and, and not put together. You know, it's like there are times they may see me without my wig on, but that's like the first thing in the morning, right? <laughs> if, they should, if they should come up on me real fast. But for the most part, I try to make sure... I'm together before I present myself to my family. So I think that's something for us to think about, sisters and brothers. Are you taking pride in how you present yourself to your family? We know when you go to work, they might be like, you know what, he always sharp. But when you go home, like when your kids say, I remember my daddy was always sharp. My daddy always smelled good. Or my mommy, like what will they say about you? If they had to give you a grade, if you had to give yourself a grade on your appearance, what grade would you give yourself? And sharp doesn't mean you're walking around cutting a lawn with a suit on. No. Okay? That's stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sharp just means that no matter where you are, what you're doing, you're neat. And even when you're home, you're neat. And whatever it sloppy is within the boundaries of it, it's still a level of organization to it because you're putting on your clothes. I mean, do you just search out? Let me just put on some raggedy shit. This, I understand people got their favorite shirt, but I've seen folks have a raggedy shirt on and have a decent pair of shorts on and a nice pair of shoes. It's just something about, as you were saying, with your feet and your shoes that people look down and you can see someone with a decent pair of shoes on where you can say, you know what, 
they were going for a casual look right here. They got some holes in their jeans because, you know, folks wear holes in their jeans. A decent shirt. But take some pride because our children are watching. They are picking up on the little nuances that we contribute to their lives every day. And then if you add to it by having a conversation and saying, this is not a haphazard event that's transpiring. This is purposeful. We are intentionally trying to look our best, just in case you didn't notice it. And they'd be like, oh, okay. Because for me, that's what I hear when I heard my grandmother say, Grandma don't never go outside. You ain't never seen Grandma looking raggedy. Then I think about it, I'm like, you right. I ain't never seen you go out looking. And my father, same way. I had an Uncle Boosie, heroin addict, alcoholic. Guess what, though? His goddamn shirt was tucked in his pants while he was getting high, okay? He was tucked in his pants. He was neat. <laughs> now, he was going to get that hair on. He was going to take it. But... He was neat while he was taking it now. Somebody just said, oh, my God, y'all been watching me? Okay. when I'm home, wig <laughs> off, everything off, I don't care, LOL. And I think that's when we should care the most. Even if the wig is off, even if the wig is off, still look like something. You know, and, and I shared the story with y'all before, and for the ones that have never heard it, I remember one time <clears throat> we had a show in Baltimore, and the whole family went. And I went to go do the show, and Sid and the boys were back at the uh, at the hotel where, where we were staying. So when I get back, and that night at the show, because it was Baltimore, you know, it was gown, it was it was all out. I'm home. I'm I'm at Baltimore. I came back to the room, wig off, gown off, sweatpants on, little wife beater shirt on, makeup off, just off. I go back out into the living room area, and my husband says, wow, you just gave them all of that, and you come home, and you give us that. I ran my ass back in that bathroom, baby. That wig got on cock-eyed. It was cock-sided, but I tried to put, but he never had to tell me that again. And I'm glad I heard it, you know, because you think, well, I'm home. I can just get relaxed. But it's like you're home, but you just gave them all of that, and you come home and give us Nothing. And, you know, the thing was funny is because for years, though Monique is a woman and no. though I'm a man, Come on. Monique has always been my boy. And yeah. what happened is when we got married and, and I hers, when we got married, sometimes she was thinking still she was my homeboy. And though she was, it's like, but I, I don't sleep with no fellas, okay? I ain't tripping off of nobody who does. That's that's what's up. But for me, I don't know you like that. So I'm going to need you to get my wife now, homeboy, because <laughs> I'm going to need you to get my wife, homeboy, because, you know, we going to kick it. We we going to always be down. Oh, I'm going to need you to get my wife, homeboy. I'm going to need you to get my wife, homeboy. Okay. Okay. Because, and, and I think. Once that started kicking in, because there was a time in our relationship when we got together and we would touch each other's hand and we was like, ew, it's like I'm attracted to you. But at the same time, this is wrong because you are my sister. Yes. And then some kicked in and said, but y'all ain't related, though, so you can do it to her. <laughs> OK, then that's that's I keep that in mind. 
I keep that in mind. Did he say do it? I can do it too. I can put my pencil on your paper. Yeah, you did. That's what's up. I like it. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) So that could not have happened to the magnitude if you were still homeboy, home slice, dressing like man child Manfred coming home (laughs) from the show. Okay? Your girl is wild now, y'all. I'm trying to tell you now. Buck, that's why that's my man. But my woman at the same time. One time I had to put this girl out. And when I play it back, I look like a lady fella when I came down to your room that night. And by this girl, he means, she means. (laughs) (laughs) Look, okay, he means. Okay, because sometimes she's he, and I'd be happy to tell her, listen, fella, listen, get Monique, all right? But I, my ex-girlfriend, when I was in my 20s, okay, yeah. and Monique and I had a place together, and she lived over top of me, I was underneath her, okay? Uh, my bedroom was over top of his bedroom. Right. Mm-hmm. Not like we had bunk beds in the same room, okay? <laughs> and one night when my girlfriend and I, we were going our separate ways, and I was trying to ask her to get a thing, she was loud. She was upset with me because this was coming to an end. And I said, listen, you might want to lower your voice because Monique, she's going to get you if she... And she thought she was tough momentarily, like, I don't care about that. I'm like, listen, you get your things. And at the time... There was a young lady who was a friend of mine from high school who happened to be driving by. We were working on an independent film together, and she honked the horn. And I looked out the window and saw it was her. I was like, hey, not even thinking. She looked at that window like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm really going to whoop your ass. So she run downstairs and come back. By this time, Monique comes down the steps with some shorts on and a sports bra. Looking like she was playing for the Green Bay Packers now. And she said, what's going on? I said, I pointed to my girlfriend like my mom just came down the steps to find out what's going on. I said, that's her. That's her over there making that noise. She said, what's wrong with her? She here to get her clothes. Well, why don't you give her clothes? I said, that it go right there. She won't get them. She said, shit. Get these these clothes, yes. Took the clothes off the rack, handed her the clothes, took her by her arm and walked her ass to the door. Then came up to me after she walked downstairs to the door, came back upstairs and says to me, you all right, nigga? I said, yeah, all right then. And then closed the door. That's how we get down, okay? That's how we get down. Oh, I'm a mangy. I'm a man girl. But that's okay. Out that's okay. But I'm learning to be a lady. I'm learning to be a lady. And sisters, be unafraid and unashamed and not embarrassed if your man has to take your hand and lead you into ladyship. Because that's what's happening here. There are so many things I'm learning right now. At 48 years old, I'll be 49 Sunday, that I never considered, I never thought about. And things, even in being a lady, there are things I never considered because I was so busy being independent and empowered, and God damn it, I got to get it, and ain't nobody going to take it from me. <clears throat> so all the men before Sydney, all of them, 
None of them were exempt. All of them, I was the man in the relationship. Every man I've ever had, if it was for one night, if it was for two years, whatever it was, I was the man in that relationship. Well, you were at the very least one of the gentlemen in the relationship. <laughs> you might not have been Ow. the man, but you were at least yeah, well, one of the gentlemen yeah. that was in the relationship. Yes, and yes. All of those men before you didn't know they was in a homosexual relationship. They was in a homosexual relationship. They didn't know. But it it took my husband to soften me, to open me, and I'm excited on becoming a lady. I'm excited it, 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 it makes me smile harder when he says, Mama, you feeling soft. When my children say, you smell good or you look pretty, that makes me excited. I don't have to get it from outside of my home. So what I say to women is, I can't speak for the men, but what I say to women is, if you give your best effort, you'll be surprised what you'll get in return. If you give your best effort, you'll be surprised at what you get in return. If you don't have a bunch of lingerie, bitch, go to bed naked. But make sure you're smooth and you're smelling good. Naked with an undershirt on. Because, see, they need, we likes to lift shit up, yeah. okay? Lift that undershirt <laughs> up. Like you open a little gift. You ain't got to have a lot of money. Put a sheet on and shit. Let me lift it up now. Tell your man, let him lift it up now. <laughs> we can we can to get out of here. If you didn't learn nothing today, learn to put lose something more and let them lift it up. Move it to the side. Shit. For them. Do that. Let them lift it up. Give them a project. You lift this up. <laughs> you go in a room at night and you tell your man. When you have nothing on under like that shirt he got on, you got on a shirt and shit and didn't say this to him. Lift it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Come on, baby. Let's take him home. Oh, baby, we absolutely love y'all. And we want to thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in. Thank you for spreading the word. It is truly making a difference, babies. So remember... Take pride in what you look like. It'll make a difference in your life. My name is Monique. And my name is Sydney. And this is Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. And if you want to hear this show, you can go where? The play.it. And click on. Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. And like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless you let them lift it up. <laughs> we love y'all. For free. <laughs> 